How are you? Good. All right. Let me start it up then. Welcome back to Two and the Possible. It's Rashawn. I miss Melanie. Uh, how's your day going? It's going pretty good. Um, busy. It's been a very, uh, a very busy week. Um, you know, coming back from a holiday weekend is usually that way. It's just been very, very busy. Yeah, I understand that. I'm trying to get my bearings this week. I'm trying to make sure I have everything in order uh, before I go um, to, like, Atlantic City this weekend uh, with some friends overnight. And I'm just trying to make sure everything's prepped, everyone has their money, I have my end covered, and they have their end covered, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just, um, it's just been, uh, I don't know, it's definitely, I feel like summer, uh, this summer, a lot went on and a lot happened, but it feels like it's definitely over. I mean, it's, it's still summer until until the 22nd, but it feels very fall here in um Boston it's getting cooler already like I definitely should have worn a boots today it was so cool but uh I don't know like I feel bad for people who are still dealing with the hurricane um remnants of the of the hurricane but um I don't know the weather's just been weird and I don't know there's just something in the air but like I said it's just been busy yeah, the weather has been weird. Like, I know it's going to be, like, for me, <coughs> it's going to rain tomorrow. So I got to deal with that. And then Saturday, it'll be, like, all nice and hot again. So I'm like, this weather's, like, starting to take a toll. I wore pants for the first time in months today. Who were you wearing before? Shorts. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, because like, it's summer, it's always hot, and I don't need to wear pants. Yeah, it's been, um, it's definitely chillier now here, so it's time for me to, to pull out the the tights and the boots and I'm happy because I like fall clothes and layering. So it's all good. Yeah. Um, it's all good. It's uh, time to get into the shuffle and I think fall is the perfect time and Netflix is, is changing some things up um, and they will be releasing some of their programming 
in a new format and some of them will be released on a week by week basis instead of in the binge uh in the binge way all at one time that they have been and I'm actually pretty happy about that. I know that um it's mostly some of their um like uh I know one of the shows that they're doing it with is the great um uh, bake uh British baking show um and and some of their other uh, reality shows but I think some of I think a couple of them are actually some of their um uh serial shows so we'll see how people react to it I personally like it but I know other people like to binge watch and see everything at the same time so we'll see what happens yeah the only issue with this is that it's only going to be like maybe United States based because they already do this to a lot of shows internationally. I've been on Netflix International a lot lately. So I've been seeing like a lot of the shows that we see that are based in America are Netflix original series um internationally. Like um The Good Place, uh Better Call Saul, all are like based saying, Oh, they're Netflix original series. And they're on just get like released uh weekly, like whenever the episode comes out, it's out the same day on Netflix at the same time. But it just gets uh released week by week like them. Yeah, I mean I think it, it works because in other countries they're not they might not be as binge focused as we are here. Or I don't know. I I personally, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the whole binge culture, so to me, I, I think the week by week works. Um, I also think some of our seasons run a little long, like twenty two episodes. I think is is a lot, <laughs> but I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think it's it's interesting. I know some people don't like it, but I think it, it's kind of cool. So we'll see. Yeah, I know Disney's gonna do the same thing that some of their or Disney Plus is gonna do the same thing with their shows go week by week. So we'll see if um you'll see how it works out for for both of them. I feel like if your show is that good, it merits to um be talked about for weeks on end regardless of anything because if the show is good, it'll still have that longevity of like reaching people even if it's a binge show. So it's very possible like Something we're going to talk about later on. The boys is something that people still talk about now. And that came out in, uh, uh, was it June? June, July, around there. So, we'll see. Uh, hello? Miss Melanie. Yes, I'm here. Yeah, I think that um, I, I think that it's important. I don't know. There's people have choices now, and there's lots of options. I just I don't I don't see the purpose of putting everything out at the same time. Like I I think leaving a bit to. To waiting makes sense, but I mean, like I said, we'll see. Um, 
some other hot topics of the moment. I guess these are um. So uh, the only reason I wanted to talk about Kevin Hart, I guess, for two reasons. One was, uh, you know, he had that car accident, whereas there are, isn't actually a lot of information about like what actually happened. Yeah. Although that it seems really strange. Like, uh, I guess initially. They took him home and not and not directly to the hospital. Yeah, that's one version of the story, but it's shown that uh, he got taken out of the car by his security. Like he didn't get out the car himself. Like security pulled him out. Um, from there, it, it they said that he got taken home, but he didn't. He got taken to the hospital, and um, they're still doing like their investigation and everything. But they did. Uh, determined that he was the passenger and he wasn't the driver. Because um, a lot of people had like speculation because of like his previous history with like D- with the DUI and everything else like that. And they did confirm that like the other two people are like his friends and one of his and his trainer and everything. So that's why uh, the trainer, like the trainer's husband, was driving instead. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like like the spin, the media spin on this is just, not media spin, but like the the way the pieces are coming out in the story are so heavily doctored. I just I don't know, but I I hope that he you know is you know getting the atten- medical attention that he needs and you know is okay. But yeah. it just seems so convoluted, like. They're trying to cover something. I don't know. It just it just seems like a lot. But you know, I hope he, you know, gets the healing that he needs because it didn't. It does all of the medical things that I'm hearing. All of it doesn't sound good. Well, he had um, three uh, fractures. The doctors so far said that he'll make a full recovery. He needs about seven to eight weeks of rehab. Um, right now, they said he's really heavily medicated. For the pain. Um, and I know that um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson recently, uh, who just got married, had to cut his honeymoon short because he had to go and cover for Kevin at a TV event that he previously, uh, previously had booked. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson is like, I got it. I'm going to cover. I'm going to cut my honeymoon short, help out my friend, go do this TV appearance for him since he's in the hospital and he's recovering. Yikes. Well, hey, man. I don't know. But the other thing that uh, I guess hit the news this week, too, was he has that show, I guess it's the the shop, where he's in a barbershop, and I guess he invites celebrities, and they, like, talk about different topics or whatever. And he had um, Little Nas X. And... I guess the topic got around to, uh, you know, Lil Nas X came out about his sexuality or whatever. And um, and I, don't, I forget who else was in the shop with them, but it was really just a bunch of, you know, older men. Um, and the topic came up about, you know, him being a young black man and how, you know, as he was growing up, it wasn't really something that was looked on positively and how, you know, he, when he got to the top of his game with um, Old Town Road, he felt that, that was the, the right moment because he thought it would have a positive impact. 
And some people felt like because of Kevin's history with, I guess, homophobia, it was disingenuous for him to, you know, act like he didn't understand what little Nas X was talking about. It was just an interesting conversation. Now, I don't watch the show, so I don't know what the whole context of the conversation was, but it, it seemed like an interesting um, an interesting point of discussion. Yeah. Um, now and 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 then obviously Kevin's not around obviously to to offer his insight to it. So I wonder what he would have said if he you know had the the time, which he obviously doesn't right now. Yeah, because um, because like the show is uh, it's actually like LeBron James' show. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, and it was like just like the many guests they had on there and everything. So it was just um, like one of the guests. So. Oh no! I might have to try to find the episode, check it out because, like, the shop doesn't like it comes on every once in a while. It's not like a serialized show, and like ah, okay, it's not like Red Table Talk or something. Yeah, it comes like like maybe once every couple months. Like I'm seeing the schedule right now of like it has six episodes. Episode one came out August 2018. Episode two, no October. Episode three, December four, March fifth, May six, September. So it's like all over the place. All right. So whenever he can get all those people together, I guess. All right, LeBron. I see. I mean, I'm glad. I think it's interesting because I, I I like that it touched. I mean, I don't know what other topics he's touched on, but similar to Jada and her red table talks, I think it's good to that he's he's touched on the topic. So I hope that it starts the conversation. I don't know if besides the little sound bite that, you know, made its way around Twitter and got people all up in arms, if it actually has the impact it needs to have. But I thought that was interesting. Speaking of people getting up in arms on Twitter, everyone's favorite person, just kidding. Azalea Banks was making more nonsense on the Twitter. I could have sworn she got banned, though. Like, I thought she got banned from, like, all the social medias. Uh, Anyways, she basically attacked Lizzo and said that um, Lizzo was basically being used by the um, white media to be exploited it was being exploited basically and that she was a a millennial mammy and people came for her so hard um and her like reasoning was that there were other plus size singers who weren't being as showy or outlandish who didn't get the same kind of play who were better um i guess singers um, and her example, I guess, with Jasmine Sullivan. Um, and I don't know. I, I just think she takes these interesting takes to make these points. And I don't kind of understand what her end game is, you know? There is no end game. I mean, I think she has an end game. I don't think she just does it to do it. I think she's she's trying to make a point. I just don't know, like, if she understands how it's perceived. I mean, 
when you have Russell Crowe spit in your face at a party, I think you're involved, uh, you, the way your act, uh, actions are, I'm like, really? I'm starting to see, I'm starting to see, like, maybe there was a reason why he did that. No, there's never an excuse for someone to spit in someone's face, ever. That's like the lowest of the, you don't know. There's no, I wonder, there's I, nothing. I, I, I there's like, nothing. I feel like, the, I'm like, it, I don't there's think it, nothing. she could have did something really despicable. No, there's nothing she could have done to deserve to be spitting. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like, okay, I'm not a fighter. I don't, I don't think fighting is cool. I generally do not condone it, like, at all. But, like, if somebody spit in your face, like, if you decked them, I would be like, all right, I understand. Because, like, that's, like, the utmost disrespect. The absolute utmost. So nah, nope. I don't care how mad you are at somebody. Absolutely not. She disrespect your parents. What? She disrespect your parents. Whose parents? Yours. If you, I wouldn't spit in your face. Mm. I would never spit in someone. That's so. That's like, no, no. There is never an excuse. Absolutely, never. That's ugh. Oh my god, I can't even. But I, I don't even know if Lizzo responded to what she said because uh, I didn't. I mean, I didn't dig that deep into it. I have, I don't know. Like Azalea is on my list of people that I want to do better. Like I know some people just like ri- have written her off completely and just like just automatically assume she's like dead to them but I feel like there's like um, redeemable qualities there I just I don't know what's wrong so I I just want her to be fixed (laughs) but I understand because I feel like all she does is just dig the hole deeper and people just get angry yeah I feel like um uh me I feel like she can't be fixed um Starting to give, uh, she's. I feel like I'm about to start getting um, Isaiah Washington vibes from her. Also, oh no, oh I didn't even think. Oh goodness, he's he's. Oh man, yes, that came out today too, right? Yep. Oh yes, so I forgot about him. (laughs) I forgot like he. I forgot all about him and his drama. And this fool want to come out and be like, I am a Trump supporter because the Democrats ain't show me no love. And had the nerve to come out his mouth and say, I did all this work when Obama, who I voted for twice, was in office and he didn't invite me to no parties and he didn't give me no pass on the back and Trump's been in the office and I did this one little thing and he invited me to the party. Okay, but let's talk about the fact that when you was doing whatever it was that you say you was doing, you were also kicked off your TV show for being homophobic. Like, you don't think that that played a part in why they didn't invite you to something? Like... You don't think that that, like, tarnished your image a little bit? Like, I, I don't... <laughs> oh, my God. He... 
It's making me so mad. I'm still I'm still upset that Wesson A really invited him back for like two episodes in order to finish uh Christina Yang's story. Storyline, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, why do you, why do they bring him back? He's st- he's still problematic no matter what he does. And he just like putting his own he's foot selfish. in his mouth. Yeah, that's all he's he does. Selfish. He's so selfish and self righteous, like sir, have a seat. Like he's Oh, he is such a problem. And he knows he is, too. Like, I can't imagine what it was like working on the set with him. Like, he definitely, he he forced that man to come out the closet. Mm. I don't, I just, anyways, yeah, so him, yes, him, and then, um, and then the, what's the, what was it, was it Malik Yoba? Yes. So, <laughs> that was the quickest Shoe drop. I've ever. Seen, I mean, I don't even know the whole story because I don't. I mean, I don't, I'm not gonna speculate. I don't know. But here he comes talking about I love trans women or I love all women, and that includes trans women. And everybody was like, "Wow, that's a bold step." Like you know, giving him the kudos. Like wow, that came out of nowhere. Like that's cool. Like you know, good for you. Like here's a black man talking about trans women. You know, you don't hear the kind of stuff, right? It came out of left field, right? Nobody was expecting that. Not even 24 hours. Son, not even 12 hours. <laughs> it more, than one, more than one trans woman was like, yeah, he likes them young. <laughs> like, he, yeah, he does. And all these stories, like, What? Like, and now you got to wonder, were you trying to get in front of a story, sir? Like, did somebody come to, like, what, like, did you, like, what, what was the prompt for you to tell us that you love trans women? Or, like, like, now, now we got to wonder, like, were you trying to, like, spin something? Or was something sitting on your heart? Like, I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's he's also doing the radio market, uh, radio market right now, talking about how he loves trans women. Because he's like this: is like, I'm not gay. I love women with breasts and penises. Verbatim, that's what he said. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay. So he's trying to either spin this, trying to get some type of awareness right now, or something. Maybe else somebody's got. Right, somebody's got pictures, video. I mean, I was like, because it was like, wow, he's being really forthcoming. I mean, that's weird. Nobody asked you, but okay. Like, I was like, I mean, not, you know, whatever. Speak your truth, I guess, whatever. I, I, I mean, I honestly just don't care what you do in your bedroom that's your business. But I feel like, okay, people feel like they need to say it because there are just some groups that are just marginalized and we need to normalize it to make people feel more... Um, open and, and accepted in a you know heteronormative world I get that but it just felt so forced and now I'm like is there a reason yeah <sighs> I feel like something's gonna come out soon sooner or later something damaging and he's just like trying to get ahead of it right now yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then um, to round out hot topics of the day, 
Oh, everyone's favorite problematic child. I don't know. I'm I've been over Nicki Minaj for like four years now. No, three years now. But apparently she's retiring. And she posted a tweet today talking about how she's gonna retire to focus on building her family or whatever. And all I could do was roll my eyes and be like, whatever girl, bye. <laughs> like I haven't listened to any of your albums since the pink print, so I'm good. And Nikki can go. I'm glad she's like, okay, I'm gonna go. Um, has started family with her pedophile, rapist, murderer husband, and <laughs> and just live my life. I'm like, take your money and go. Are you gonna like? Is she gonna stop the yelling on the radio? Like, is she gonna stop yelling on Queen's radio? Pro- probably, nice. probably not. She probably need that just for like another base of income. I mean, she got money. She's 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 got some 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 change. I would like her to stop yelling on the radio, though. I really would, because I I really hate hearing her yell. Sorry if that's tone policing, but I really hate hearing her yell. Like it really bothers me. Like stop yelling. But whatever. That's just how you. So. <laughs> but yeah, she gets on my nerves with the yelling. Um, but I feel like if she was gonna retire, she should have done it. She could have done it a whole lot more. She could have done it classier than, like, after her, like, rage. I feel like she's, like, rage quitting right now. You know what I mean? Like, she's, like, the person who, like, comes in the room, you know, in, like, in the middle of the game and it starts moving and then quits. Yep. And I feel like it all, it's all because of the thing with her and Travis Scott and their beef that they had over the album. And how she didn't get number one, and all the stuff that she had with Cardi B, and right, and everything is just like just like piled on at once. And as soon as the song that she just did with Megan Thee Stallion just came out, it was just like, okay, I'm done. I want to retire. I'm going to start a family. Everything else like that. Yeah, yeah. I just it's whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> like I, I I don't know. I thought she, hold on, wasn't she supposed, did she do a tour? <laughs> wasn't she like in the middle of a tour and then it got canceled or something? Like what happened? Yeah, because she didn't sell out and they just started as like, okay, well, I'm not doing these tours if they're not selling out. So she started refunding the money for a lot of those things right. and it just got canceled. So Right, like she was in the middle of a tour and then all of a sudden the tour stopped for like super reasons, oh like oh like it wasn't up to par, like the technology, some nonsense, some BS, basically. And then she was like, we gotta, you know, the venues weren't ready or some nonsense. And then so th- what happened to the tour for the album? And then you put out like this song, and who puts out a song? Why did it take so long for the video for Hawk whatever the song was called? Was it Hawker? No. What was the song with Megan? I I thought it was like Hot Girl Summer or something or remix. Yeah, why did that take so long? The summer's almost over. Whatever. Like I just I don't, I don't understand what her life is. <laughs> like I I'm just still cracking up because the one the one clip everyone just keeps showing around is like 
where you have Megan twerking on chairs, then you have Nikki trying to twerk, and the only thing moving is not her butt, but the chair itself. Stop! Are you serious? Now I gotta see this. Are you serious? Yep, I've just seen that clip every single time. It's just like Nikki trying to make her butt shake, but it won't shake, and the only thing shaking is the chair. That's like overhead oh. shit. Somebody posted that like um uh poor Nikki. Um that Nikki's like almost 40, so it makes sense for her to retire. She's not. She's like my age, I think. I'm not almost 40. I mean, I guess I am almost 40, but I'm <laughs> I don't want to be almost 40. Oh, that's hilarious. Not the chair moving. I need to see this video now. That's sad. The chair is moving. I'm sending you the video now. I I have it. I'm I'm looking at it now. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Okay. So Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Anyways, so since we're talking about everyone's favorite problematic people or precedes problematic people, the other thing that has been in the news um, or the other person that's been in the news for a variety of reasons is Dave Chappelle. So Dave came out with a special that Mm -hmm. got a lot of attention. From lots of different people. Mm-hmm. For a variety of reasons. Now, <laughs> I think he named it Sticks and Stones on purpose. Because he knew exactly what it was going to do. Yep. And it had a specific purpose. I think he came out here to be like, look, I'm going to say what the hell I want to say. And you're either going to like it or not like it. But I don't care because I'm Dave Chappelle. And I get paid to do this. Exactly. And then he went out there, and that's what he did. Yep. He said what the hell he wanted to say, and if you don't like it, it's just jokes. Mm-hmm. And I got no problem with the special. There are a lot of people who feel like he's a comedian who punches down, he takes the cheap shots, he, um, you know, makes it he takes the easy route by making fun of groups that are marginalized and easy to pick at. But at the same time, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I haven't watched a special. I honestly, uh, to tell you the truth, I've not seen a lot of Dave's comedy. I feel like the last time I saw Dave Chappelle in a comedy was Robin Hood Men in Tights. So I can't really tell you what Dave Chappelle's comedy is like. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, I didn't watch the Chappelle show. I I don't really know. So, I mean, I'm not saying he's not funny. I just, I, I'm not like up on his comedy like that. I I think that people are upset because of the certain groups that he might target and how sensitive we are to how he talks about those groups. But the one joke that I kept hearing or that I saw screenshots of or that that I guess people called out to um, 
was that joke where he was like, oh, they were telling him that he couldn't use the word faggot, but that he could use the word nigger. And he was like, why? And they were like, oh, because you're not gay. And he was like, yeah, but I'm not a nigger either. Like, to me, that's classic. Like, that is a classic joke. Like, that is that. I mean, that speaks to so many sentiments. I get that. Like, that's I mean, that 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 says so much in a short amount of time. I mean, that's I feel like that's classic. Even um, even his uh, joke, like, like this. I've seen all of his specials. I've seen all the Netflix ones, and I watched his special as soon as it came out. I was like, I'm watching the special. I even watched the um, which some people don't know because they don't stay till the end of the credits. But there's actually like a secret epilogue for uh, the episode in which he takes uh, for like the. For um, his stand-up, he takes questions from the audience from various different shows and everything like that. And I enjoyed that because it also was more telling about some of the, like some of the jokes and everything else, like certain things in certain areas, kind of like some of his trans jokes uh, that he had, where he uh, was basically talking about. Um, certain things and he even had a conversation with a trans uh comedian and even shouted her out in the special at the end so i'm like uh one thing they had was like a conversation of like Dave Chappelle doing his r kelly jokes and doing them back in the day on the Chappelle show and like normalizing r kelly in the mainstream with that joke and she's saying like what you did for R. Kelly was like normalize those jokes and made like, okay, this is something that this man did and like got it to the general public. She said the same thing. When I hear jokes you saying about trans people, it's like, you're just normalizing them for me and my community. Cause everything in comedy wise is funny. Even if it's like offensive and everything else like that, but comedy, like, there shouldn't be certain limits to anything that happens. Like, he literally opens up with the Anthony Bourdain is dead joke about saying the man had everything in the world, traveled the world, but he ended up hanging himself. I'm like, you set the tone at the beginning of your special with the Anthony Bourdain is dead joke. It just wow. set the t- it set the tone for it. I was like, okay, I'm here for it because it was funny, and I know your comedy. He has not changed up his ways of comedy and everything else like that. Some people can change and adapt, but sometimes some people is like, why should I change and adapt when I know these jokes going to be funny? I know this stuff is going to hit, and I shouldn't be scared because I'm a comedian and I can say whatever I want to say and make it funny even it's not even if it is offensive it's still going to be funny but that's how I see it so I, that's how I when I saw it, I was like oh I know this is going to be offensive for a lot of people I was like the think pieces are going to be out there but I'm still gonna laugh. 
But also, I think you should check out some of his specials, too. Well, no, I was just talking to somebody, and uh, and they were like, you know, I mean, so for cultural context, like, you know, people make reference to, like, you know, I'm Rick James, bitch, or, like, you know, the the dirty boots on the couch, or, um, or Prince making pancakes, or... Whatever. And like all of that stuff is is culturally significant now. And like when it was out, I didn't know what people were talking about. And like if you didn't see the show, when people like use those memes or gifs, like I mean, for a long time, I didn't know where those gifs came from because I didn't see the show. But like after being on the Internet for an extended period of time, I mean, now I've seen them because YouTube exists. You know what I mean? So I've seen clips now. I've just, I didn't see them in the context of the show. So like now I've seen like, you know, the episode where there was a Black Klansman or like the Prince parody and the basketball game with shirts against blouses or whatever. But like, I never, I've never seen a whole episode of the Chappelle show. And I've never seen a whole stand-up of him. But then, I don't know, he's not, He's not my form of comedy. But then again, like, it took me a long time to watch Eddie Murphy's Raw. Just because, like, the kind of comedy... It's, I don't know. My, my sense of humor has evolved over time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was a Bill Cosby girl. Like, I, I liked that kind of clean-cut humor, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I didn't like raunchy jokes. I didn't like swears. I didn't like things about sex. I just wanted clean cut humor. So it's, you know, it took a while for me to be like, oh, like things can be a little more outside the box. So, you know, I'm evolving. Yeah. And and I see, I've like listened to a number of podcasts. I've listened to people be offended by the jokes. I'm like... I'm like, unless you're in that community and they're the ones complaining specifically about these jokes, it shouldn't bother you. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that. I feel like you can be offended by things that don't necessarily reflect your existence. Like, I don't like when people make fun of people with special needs or have disabilities, and I don't necessarily have a disability although some people might disagree (laughs) but like you know what I mean I still get offended by jokes about people with learning disabilities so I don't think you necessarily have to have the ailment to find offense but I think that jokes are jokes can be jokes and everything can be funny so I do find it interesting when people decide when that applies because I also listen to podcasts and certain podcasts will say things like, oh, you know, people decide when they want to like cancel things or be angry about things, depending on if they like the person or not, but then turn around and do that same thing. And I'm just like, you, yes, <laughs> yes, that's, that's how that works, I guess. Like if a person does something to a group that you support or don't want to offend you will jump on the wagon but like it depends on how much you like someone like I don't know god forbid Beyonce ever offends 
trans people, what will happen? Will like the world implode on itself? Nope, you'll have all her fans go and defend her. I don't like I'm confused because like would would anybody cancel Beyonce? Because <laughs> like if if Kim Kardashian offended trans people, they would like take her to the guillotine. You know what I mean? They'd be so quick to come for her neck. But if Beyonce just doesn't talk, so she know you know what I mean. Like she, like we just don't know what the. Sorry, I was gonna call her name. We just don't know what she thinks, so it doesn't matter. But like, if we ever heard her in a candid conversation say some things that were problematic, would anybody come for her? In a world where Chris Brown is still selling millions of albums. And I can still remember it's like yesterday, the day it was announced that he beat Rihanna. Uh, Cancel culture does not exist. It does not do anything. These people will still do what they want, no matter what they want. Louis C.K. is still is touring currently. Yes, but his career took a, a st- okay, so I don't know. Like, I feel like cancel, cons- co- blah, blah, blah. cancel culture works a little bit because Chris Brown had to take like a couple years out of the line. Like he went away for a little bit. Louis um, Louis C.K. went away for a little bit. Like it wasn't like the next day he was out there touring. Um, when did Chris R. Brown Kelly, go away? What Chris Brown went away? He what? definitely he didn't go to. Okay, so right after the Rihanna thing, he didn't. He wasn't invited to any of the award ceremonies. He he couldn't go to the Michael Jackson tribute, even though like he was probably the best person to have them to do the dances and all this stuff. Like of all the people who could have done any of the like stuff for the Michael Jackson tributes, he would have been the one. But he they couldn't invite him because he was persona non grata that whole year and a half after that incident. So he wasn't invited to any of that stuff. He was gone for like a good year and a half. But what growth has he done? I mean, I'm not talking. I can't. I'm not. What? Growth? I'm probably not the right person to talk to you about that because like, I never canceled him. So exactly. I, but that. But that's me. I know there's mad other people who canceled him. Like there are so many people who don't listen to his music anymore. I'm not one of them. But there are lots of people who did. I'm glad that feature is on Spotify now. Who? I'm glad that feature is on Spotify now. What feature? Oh, that you can just cancel people? Yeah, I'm glad because I don't listen to any of his music. So, like, if I, so, if, so, like, the person who I, I think there's only one artist whose music I, like, vehemently, well, two. So, there's two artists whose music I will always turn off if I ever hear it. R. Kelly, because it disgusts me, like, it just makes my skin crawl. And Taylor Swift because I don't like her. Yeah, so, I like Taylor Swift. And I like the R. Kelly. So those two, but so like R. Kelly, I stopped listening to in 2008. Like I was just like, no, why, why are we still doing this? And so like to this day, won't listen to him. Just if I hear it anywhere, I will tell the people who are playing it to turn it off. If I'm in a club, if I'm at a restaurant, wherever I am, I'll be like, please turn this off immediately. And uh, did you hear about that lady who like refused to pay for her dinner because they were playing R. Kelly and they refused to turn it off? Wow, I did not hear about <laughs> that one. 
Yes. And they, the people were like, um, yeah, so you, but you sat here and ate it all. Like, you kind of left before your food got brought. <laughs> they were like, yeah, nah. She got arrested because she didn't pay for her food. <sighs> yeah. Maybe, maybe she just didn't have any money and she needed to use something to as an excuse. I don't know. I was like, girl, you could have left when they refused to play, to turn it off. But she was like, the people in the kitchen were dancing. And I was like, she was trying to like make it. It was a Facebook post. She was, I was like, I don't know if this is real. I mean, I would have left after they refused to change the channel. I would not have, like, continued to part. Like, even if I had put an order in, I would have just left. Like, were you just hungry? I don't understand. Why did you stay and eat the food? Stop. Uh, people are crazy. I just seen, like, an article I posted, like, uh, the other day about uh, a woman who refused to um, uh, have a biracial couple have their wedding at um, her place. And when the sister-in-law went up there and uh, asked her, like, why she canceled everything and doesn't have the wedding there, he's like, it's against the Bible for uh, uh, mixed marriages. Is she crazy? She said it was in the Bible. Is she crazy? Did they like bring a, a a pastor to come talk to her about and ask? Did they ask her where in the Bible it said that? Exactly. Then she then she backtracks and says, "I'm so sorry. I thought this was in the Bible, but it's not." Wow. Is she crazy? She's white. I'm so mad. At, well, stop. <laughs> oh my goodness. Are you? That's wild. Religious privilege. See, this is the problem in in 45's America. People are getting bold and thinking that we're not going to call them on their nonsense. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like, wait, 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 wait. She's like, I don't, I don't support gay marriages. I don't support trans marriages. I don't support mixed race marriages because it's against the Bible. I'm like, where in the Bible does it say something about mixed marriages? It don't say that nowhere. I, was like, I mean, Moses married a black woman. Moses. Like, are you... You know how many of the prophets of the Bible married black women? Like, are you serious? Are you... Jesus is a black man. Like, what? I... Oh. Anyway. So, people... Let me okay. <laughs> so yeah, so I think um Dave knew his audience. The people who enjoyed the show enjoyed the show. The people who didn't need to look at what the title of the episode is of the of the um special is. I haven't watched it. It's not my wheelhouse, so I'm not upset by it. I understand the people who are upset by it. It wasn't made for you, so I mean I get it. Um, if you were upset by it, I think he understands that. Um, and and I think that that's where we are. That's the cut. Um, all right, first deal. Um, so I finished watching The Boys. I don't know why you was going on and on about episode four. It was okay, whatever. <laughs> like I thought I was going to be like scared or something. I it was just. Um, Homelander being Homelander. I love his character. He's the greatest. He's horrible. He's the absolute horrible. He's the evil incarnate. He's the real Captain America. He's the real uh, Superman. 
He's not. He's like the absolute opposite of Superman. He's like the, he's the real Superman in every way existed. possible. He's, in every way possible, the opposite of Superman. And his mommy issues are so gross, so gross. Well, you see why he has mommy issues. You see why you in a lab. Yeah, mommy and daddy issues. And she, they shouldn't have lied to him. Oh my god, the way he. Sorry, spoiler alerts. The way when she was like, I'm scared of you. Yeah, you should have been. I don't know why you was playing with him. <sighs> you know what you created. Yo, the way he looked in her eyes and then was like, boop. Yeah. It's, you should have seen that coming from a mile away, girl. I I was hoping that he would not kill her, but I see that like her character like outlived her purpose for that and she's probably gonna be on a Cobra Kai season three. But um with the end because I was like okay he wasn't that much of a dick to rape the woman to rape uh Butcher's wife. I think I think she just slept a little. I don't think he raped her. I want to know who's going to rein him in. Because it seemed like she had a little bit of control over him when, you know, she was like, you're a good boy. You have to be good. You have to be good. It seemed like she was able to control him a little bit. But now that she's dead, who can control him? I want to see if it's going to be Carlo Esposito since he was her boss. Mm. I want to know who else knows about Compound V and it's uh, far-reaching because he's the one who created the bad heroes or the, the villains. Yeah, by saying... That was Homelander who did that. Yeah. So who else knows about that? Well, probably only certain terrorist groups because... Like, he was literally sending it to terrorist groups in order for them to try to make supers. And now it's just, like, a whole thing of, like, how many did he send? Which supers have which powers? And is the issue of, like, we know there's, like, a like a lot of supers in America. So I'm, like, overseas. Yeah, but they were grown from birth. These, the terrorist supers were already adults that they turned. Yeah, but you don't even know how many they might have even used on kids at this point. <sighs> and then what, like, I don't, you know which character I, I dislike the most? Like, I felt so bad for the deep, not bad, but like the deep, like, when he got molested by that girl, I was like, aw, <laughs> like, now you know how it feels. Aw, poor guy. Like, and then when and then when he went grocery shopping and was buying all the ice cream, and I was like, aw, man. Like, that scene was so cringy when she was like, do you like it? Like, oh my god, that scene made me so uncomfortable. Um, but, uh, what was I gonna say? The, um, the black guy, what's his name? Not Flash. What's his name? The fast, the running, the one that runs. Oh, um, he's from uh, Survivor's Remorse. He was in a. Uh, oh. I don't care. Well, whatever. The one that runs. I don't like his character. I don't like anything. I didn't like his character from the time he ran through that man's girlfriend. Like, 
from episode one, I didn't like the black guy. And I was like, why the black guy gotta be the asshole? Like, I mean, they're all assholes. But the black guy is the worst. That black guy. Mother's Milk is the best. I love Mother's Milk so much. So much. And the French guy. I love Frenchie. Frenchie's awesome. Yeah, Frenchie's cool. I like Mother's Milk. Um, I do... Um... Like, like I like his character because I like that actor himself because he's cool and everything else like that. Uh, Jesse T. Usher, like him, him playing um, A Train. A Train, I don't like him. I like I liked A Train to a point of like, like he really didn't want to kill his girlfriend because he really cared about her. He really did love no, her. He didn't. Why didn't he want to bring her on the red carpet? He didn't love her. I, well, he didn't love her. I feel like it's more of like you can't put this person out there and uh, do everything if the the fame and the fortune is like he's like that is like that certain celebrities that have that girlfriend or something like that that you can't bring out in public because people will talk or say something about them and because she was because she's a past junkie that's why. Yep, and she's not on like the same level as he was. So since that like you know, like if he did bring it up to the marketing team and all that stuff, then I'm like, no, no, you cannot do this, you can't do that. And that's why he like kept it secret for so long. And even then it is just like it's a whole entire thing of like their lives are controlled by um that company to like everything that the which is why um Starlight had that so many issues of like she's gonna have to like try to fight the system, fight uh uh fight the corporation and everything else like that from making her into one of them. And like if Adrian didn't have like that backing and stuff like that, I think he would have probably maybe tried to save his girlfriend. Uh, not killer, not foul. Holander's uh, thing, and I feel like he's, he's not. He's gonna be someone that's gonna be like maybe an ally in season two of like how like how it kind of like ended with like him not dying, but he's not gonna rat out Starlight, and he might want to get revenge on Homelander because he knows it's like not his fault. Like it's like it's like this is like all Homelander stuff, like, if I would never listen to Homelander, I would have did this and everything. Yeah, Homelander's the one, Homelander's the one that made him kill his girlfriend. Exactly, so I feel like he might end up siding with Starlight and, uh, siding with, um, uh, the boys. Yeah. I love the female. She's, she's, I love her. When she was in the bathroom making herself look pretty and she was, like, smiling at herself in the mirror, I was like, oh, look at her becoming human. I miss uh, Frenchie's girlfriend because she didn't. She was only for like the first couple episodes, and she wasn't in for like the back episodes. Yeah, I do like her. I do like her. She was like, "They found you." <laughs> I love her. Yeah, she was cool. Yeah, so I mean, I I look forward to season two and where they go. They definitely, you know, shifted the timelines from the comics. Um and and make uh, Compound V more of a, a prominent um storyline. So we'll see what happens. But 
Um, I think it's pretty cool. Um, there's another show that you were watching, 13 Reasons Why. Oh, oh my goodness, 13 Reasons Why. Have you seen it? Nope, not interested. All right, I'm going to spoil it. Uh, season three is, it starts off with the person who was, who is a rapist, uh, end up going missing and ends up dead. Um, then we basically try to figure out the whole season who wanted to kill him, but there's a long list of that, of like who wanted to kill him. Um, also getting flashbacks of him trying to redeem himself as a rapist. And I'm like, oh, they really tried to go to the point of like almost feeling bad for his death to certain points. But I'm like, you raped like 10 girls and you got away with it. I'm like, Mm. I'm not going to feel bad for you at all. Even if you, even if the point to a point where you actually helped out some people, even helped out someone who got raped by someone, I'm like, I'm still not gonna feel bad for your death. I'm like, you still, still that same person, and the reason you got killed was some of the same reasons why you got ended up in that predicament. So, 13 Reasons Why uh, was, like, a mess to a certain point where, like, okay, it kind of ended off in a nice little neat bow, but I don't know why they needed they need another season that they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't, they really could have ended it with season three, ended it all nice and neat, and it would have been fine, but the final season is going to happen sometime next year and I don't know where the story is going to go now because the show only followed the book to to first season. That's it. Everything else is just the writers. Alright. Well, we'll see what happens, I guess. I know the show just seemed too heavy. You know I don't do heavy yeah, yeah, like the sh- like the show, like they had to cut out the suicide team they had in season one. Like they literally showed the uh, main character who kills herself by slitting her wrist in the bathtub. They showed that scene, but then they took it out uh, because of reasons and backlash. But I'm like, that was like three years ago. Like. It's already there. It's already online. You really can't take it down from anywhere because it's been there. It's like there's no reason to take certain things down. Like this show has been like a mess and backlash of stuff from mainly uh, like different societies and parents and everything else like that. But I'm like, sometimes your kids need to see this stuff to get conversation going in order to talk to your parents. Because sometimes stuff like this happens and there's no conversation. There's just ignorance and shows like this do need to exist. It's the reason why people who I'm watching like some reactors 
for parents watching uh, 13 Reasons Why, watching Euphoria, and literally saying, like, we've had conversations with our kids after watching some of these shows and having their kids actually talk and, like, our kids actually talking to us and talking about certain issues that they're having in school. And it kind of shows, like, some of these stuff actually helps people out there, even if they're, like, controversial in certain ways. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just, it, uh, it seems super heavy, so I just, you know. It it is a heavy show, but if you can deal with heavy, you can deal with it. Yeah, no, I'm... I have enough heaviness on my own. I didn't. I can't. The show's a, a bit much. But there is a show, a movie coming that also looks like it's got some themes in it that are a bit heavy. But I think I'm gonna really enjoy. The Joker looks amazing. Yes, I'm it does. Super excited. But I do want to say, as great as it looks, some of the hot takes that I've seen on the internet. Um, have given me a little bit of pause. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen some of these tweets or um, uh, commentary that people have had worried that the movie is going to give credence to um, incels or uh, white males who feel like the you know the system or society has done them wrong and so they're gonna turn to crime or turn into jokers and that this movie is gonna give them ammunition and i mean that's not a line of thinking that i want to like go down but it 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 just sparks uneasiness so they like what people have not seen a movie like this, like you, they like these people can get inspiration from Taxi Driver. They can get inspiration from uh, King of Comedy. They can get inspiration from The Dark Knight Joker. But I'm like, it's a movie, and people are gonna find something to blame their ideals on, even though it's in their head already. They just need something else to make an excuse for and pinpoint it on something like, oh. Video games are violent, so I just had I mean, to school. This is, this is, you're right. This is this is also the video game argument, which is a, another silly argument that they're trying to. I'm I, and, and to that point, the video game argument is silly because they sell the same video games, if not more, in Japan. Yep, they sell and- video games everywhere. And and in Canada, and I don't see them having these issues in Canada. Yeah, I think what Canada had one mass shooting in and for years that happened um, at a synagogue, and I think that dude was—I'm not sure if that dude was an American or not, something. But they had one mass shooting, <coughs> and they had better gun laws than us. We have almost a mass shooting every week and we still don't have no change in gun laws period australia you can't even talk about you can't even talk about it with people getting getting up in arms like what's her name megan mccain who's on the view 
the first day back from their vacation, the first thing out of this chick's mouth is, if you guys take our guns, there's going to be violence. Do you not get the dis the disassociation in your comment? If we take your, like, that's why we should take them. Why is violence, like, the first thought that you have? She's Megan McCain. She has to be polarizing, and I was like, I really just don't care about you. Like, no one knows you. We only know you because you're father. And it's sad that you're just, just like, it's just, it's just, it's just like, it's just sad seeing her on that show at points. I'm like, I was really hoping that she was going to get to the point where she just quit. I'm like, just, just quit. Just go she somewhere else. She keeps threatening to, but she ain't going nowhere. I know. I'm like, if you want to be that type of person, just go to Fox News. They'll take she's you. Not, she's, she's, she, she's not thin enough to be on Fox. Don't matter. Uh, Sarah Sanders is on Fox. Sarah Sanders? Oh, uh, yeah. She's on there now. She's on Fox and Friends. No way. Uh, she starts, I think, next week. Yeah, she's on Fox and Friends. Well, but- didn't you hear what 45 said? Fox isn't working for the White House anymore. Heck, and she also about to drop the memoirs, too, of working in the White House. Ooh, it's about to be hot. Yo, so, I mean, here's the thing. God willing, excuse me, if 45 doesn't win re-election, can you imagine? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. If 45 doesn't win re-election, can you imagine all the books that'll come out? Uh, I'm not worried about him winning the election. I'm worried about him actually leaving the fucking office because he knows he's going to jail as soon as he leaves that office. Like, he's literally going to jail. If they... if the Democrats win the House. Oh, well, they're going to keep the House. If the Democrats get the Senate and get the presidency, he's going to jail. Those statute limitations have not passed. And Mueller got all the receipts. And someone's going to, he's going to jail as soon as he leaves office. It's going to be hilarious. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is there's going to be. It's going to be a media circus. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Um, SNL. So SNL starts up, is it this Saturday? I think. It, might be this, it might be this Saturday. So I, I'm still a person who watches SNL. And I think that the Eddie Murphy is actually going to be back. Not, it was not this week. It's next, the, their second weekend back, uh, Eddie Murphy is going to be hosting. No, I and it was December. I... No, is it? Yeah, December. Remember, it was like December, like just before uh... their week, their holiday hiatus. Yeah, he's going to host like the last show before the holiday hiatus. And that that's actually going to kick off his uh, tour because he's going to go on a comedy tour. So, um,. I actually am really excited 
about um, that happening because I feel like he has a lot to say. (laughs) He's been gone for a minute and I feel like his experience with the movies that he's done and the actors and non-actors, I'm talking about you, Beyonce, um, and his experience this, these years that he's been off the road but has just been watching from the sidelines will be interesting. And can you imagine his bits on Bill Cosby now? Oh, yeah, especially when he's like, uh, when we talked about Bill recently, too, on uh, Comedians of Cars. Yeah, so, like, now I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I mean, he had bits about Bill Cosby in his other two specials. Like, can you imagine? I mean, he has to talk about it. I mean, yes, he doesn't have to. He could just leave it alone. He doesn't have to talk about it. But I can only imagine what he would say about Bill. Like, I'm curious what he would say. I'm, I'm really... Really curious. You know who I would love to see them have back to host? I would have like even though she just left, I would love them to have Leslie come host. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I know. It would, I, uh, maybe she probably like show up for like an episode or something like that. Yeah, like how the other people do. Yeah, I would love to have her come because I was so sad to hear that she was leaving because I really thought Keenan was going to be the one who was going to be like deuces. He's not going nowhere. I think he could. Why he, would no, he not leave? No, no, no. He could. But I think he's just like, he's always been like, I'm going to retire. I'm going to leave. I'm like, I'm bouncing. I'm going to do all these other things. But he's able to do all his other stuff and do SNL all at the same time and still raise his kids with his wife. He's married? Yeah. Is she white? No. Yes, she is. I think she's black. I don't think so. I think his wife is black. I mean, it doesn't matter. Let me preface that. I just, I don't think that that's the case. (laughs) Not that that means anything, but I don't, I don't think. I don't think that that's the case. Nope, she's not. I was correct. But they do have a lot. They have how many kids does he have? I don't know. Oh, I didn't know that he was married. They have two children. Ah. But yeah, she's like, um, I don't know what she is. Oh, well, she's something. And I like I know Kel's married too. Oh, that's cute. She's short. That makes sense. Christina Evangeline. That's cute. Well, yeah, I didn't know he was married. They've been married since 2011. Well, there you go. Yeah, well, well, Kel, at least Kel married a woman named Asia Lee. Okay. Yeah, she looks black. 
mixed, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, she's black. She's really black. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I'm like, what does oh. really black mean? What does that mean? I mean, like, like, oh, you got like a, uh, maybe light skin, but I don't know. I'll, I'll send you a photo. I'm like, I'm just like, you look like these, these marriages. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, yeah, she black. Yeah. <laughs> she said he's like really black. You know who's really black? Black people. Yes. <laughs> All black people. Oh man. What? Anyways. Um, so uh, speaking of Eddie oh sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna talk about like um like what do you think? his stand-up's gonna be though. I think like, he's gonna talk about, like, what I just said, like, his, cause, like, when, like, if you think about, like, Raw and, what's the name of the other one? I don't remember. But if you think about those, his, like, classic specials, he talked about coming up uh, um, as a comedian. He talked about Beverly Hills. He talked about his movie career and working with people, and then he talked about his, like, dating life. So I feel like he'll talk about his kids, all ten of them. He'll talk about women and, the you know, all the different women. He'll probably talk about his, like, life now with, like, his blended family. And he'll talk about, you know, being, you know, a dad and, like, you know, what it's like to be older. He'll talk about the movie business and, like, all the different personalities he's had to deal with and being, like, a diva or not a diva, whatever. I, yeah, I guess men can be divas. Um, I'm sure he'll talk about some of the people he's worked with doing his impressions like he does of all the different people that he's worked with and, you know, riffing on them. Like I said, he can talk about Bill Cosby. He can talk about people that he's had issues with or had good relationships with. You know, do like he said, doing his impressions, doing his stick and then you know he can just be eddie murphy i think it'll be hilarious i mean i think it'll be great but he there's a lot that he can talk about i mean i just i'm ready to see him out there i'm i'm just want to see if if he's gonna go that route or if he could if he's also might add in a lot of raunchiness because i'm not sure of like how raunchy can he be since he's been like the mega movie star, the guy in family movies and everything else like that. Was he raunchy before? You know, you've have you seen Delirious and Raw? Delirious, that was the name of the other one. I got you know. I mean, like when he's like he's dropping uh, the f word, not fuck, but the other one consistently in those ones. Oh, right. he's, he's not going back there. He's apologized for that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm like, it's comedy, so I'm like, no, he's not gonna go. He's not gonna do that again. I think no, I don't think he's gonna go back to that. I mean, it's like the difference between Richard Pryor before he burned himself and after he burned himself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like that. I mean, I I like both Richard Pryors, but there's a distinct difference. You know, with the coked up, you know, almost that. You know what I mean? Like, there's a difference. I'm an adult now. I'm 
I'm an old man who has been through some some stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to do all that. But I'm still going to get these jokes off and you still going to laugh. True. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's going to be great. I don't think he needs to get the F words off um, as much. But uh, we'll see, I guess. We'll see. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. All right. Let's get to the bid. Either uh, either or, this is where I ask you to pick something. And tonight's bid is, what do you think, in your opinion, is... Wait, did we do this one already? What was it? Best Eddie Murphy movie. Ah, oh, we totally did. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Damn it. All right. <laughs> we totally did this already. Oh, blue. All right. No, we did favorite Eddie Murphy movie, and you said Beverly Hills Cop, right? Yep. Yep. We did do this. Okay. Then, if you had to pick between Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Yeah, without even thinking about it, right? Yeah, because I'm like, I enjoy Kevin's stand-ups, but, but I'm like, some stuff can be hit or miss, but when I see like a Dave Chappelle stand-up, I always laugh. And I was like, Dave can go to places that Kevin won't go. Because, really? Yeah. It's the same reason why I've like, People got up, got on Kevin for his gay jokes from uh, 2009 special, and why the thing with the Oscars happened. If it was like Dave Chappelle, he's not apologizing for it at all. He's like, whatever, I said it. I'm not apologizing. They're also That's not. It. They're also not asking Dave to host the Oscars. Exactly. Even though, like, when it comes like the tax bracket, I'm like, like Dave Chappelle. He got $60 million to do three specials for Netflix. I'm like, is that like, they're, they're like, him and Kevin are like in the same tax bracket. It's just like different levels to it. Yeah, I mean, I admittedly, when Kevin Hart first came out, I saw his first two specials when he first came out um, before he like was everywhere and became annoying before he was like in every stupid movie. So I saw his first two specials and then he got divorced and uh, then he was in like every movie and I completely lost interest in him because he like became annoying to me. So I haven't seen any of his specials since he got remarried. So I don't know if he's still funny. <laughs> well, I like this last special. Heck, he even caught. He even he even talked about the uh, the cheat thing. I was like, oh, he's gonna go there. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't seen. Um, I actually saw one of his specials uh, live, 
Um, like I was in the audience. I mean, I, I was far back in the back, so I wasn't on tape or anything. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, no. I mean, I can't really answer the question because I haven't seen any any of Dave's specials. But I don't know. I guess I, I, I it's a draw for me because I don't. I'm not particularly keen on either one of them. But I'm ready for Eddie Murphy. I think we're all ready for Eddie Murphy. And it's like 30 some years since he's last done a like a stand-up special. So Yeah, and I'm ready for all the movies he has coming out. Coming to America, um, Dolomite. I'm really waiting for Dolomite just to see where he is comedically. Um, but there is also something else I'm ready right for that I saw the trailer for yesterday. Um, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. I am ready for that movie. I'm I'm here for Will Smith. I'm here for Martin Lawrence um, being comedic and their chemistry all together. And it just looks like it's gonna be a great action movie. Um, and I, I, I like Bad Boys. I like everything Bad Boys. I like the Bad Boys universe. I like the <laughs> Bad Boy universe. <laughs> I mean, they. I mean, what they have a universe like like Gabrielle Union has a TV show, uh, being her character from Bad Boys. So that's funny to me. Yeah, like Ernie Ernie Hudson's her father. In that universe, it is funny to me. Yeah, that's cool. Well, yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of good TV. Oh, we didn't even talk about. Oh no, we talked about that last week. Okay, there's some good things coming this fall. There's more for us to talk about. We will definitely talk about it. And if there are things that we didn't touch on this week that you would like us to touch on, you know, you can always hit us up on our, and we probably need to be talking to you guys more on our social medias. You can hit us up on two AP studios on Twitter and Instagram and two and a possible on Facebook. Um, It was a pleasure talking to you tonight, sir. It was a pleasure talking to you as well. Same bat time, same bat channel next week. You know it. All right. Have a good night. You as well. All right. Bye-bye.